you're tuned in to the Neo Academy podcast. My name's Mark, and welcome to another episode of Neo Chats, deep dive conversations into the culture of education. Okay, and we are live. All right. So, right. good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Uh, <laughs> We have a very special guest with us, Jimmy Bataglia from uh, Panda Porto. He's the founder and CEO of, of Panda Porto. I've personally known Jimmy for many years, and I can say he's one of the top uh, people in education marketing in Latin America, for sure. So I know those early risers in Latin America will be very happy to rewatch this today um, and very soon, as soon as they, they wake up. Jimmy, first of all, thank you very, very, very much for being here today with us. Um, for the ones who don't know you, maybe can you introduce yourself? Oh, sorry, Jimmy, you're muted. <laughs> of course. <laughs> thank you, thank you, uh, Alejandra, and, and thank you for that, that uh, for saying that. That's so, so, so nice from you and. Uh, well, I, um, I've been working in the industry for over 12 years. Uh, I did a little bit from the agency side, but most of my experience being from the uh, recruiting side, from the school side. Um, I did Latin America for the largest um, language school in Canada. Then I was the head of marketing global for them, um, which gave me a little bit more of a scope about what was going on in the world. Uh, and all that led to uh, founding Panda Portal. Um, which is uh, basically the, the training ecosystem now for the international education industry. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, just very briefly uh, where I'm coming from. I, might, I mean, before that I was on advertising, I was on a whole other things, but in the industry, it's been the uh, beautiful uh, last 12 years, yeah. It's a pleasure to have you with us, Jimmy. And you know, thanks for making the time as well. I know that the time difference with you in Toronto Alejandra as well, you're, it's, it's 5 a.m. for you, and I'm feeling very guilty here in Scotland uh, at 11 o'clock. <laughs> I've had my coffee. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you so much for, for making the time. Um, and, and, yeah, it's great to have you. And I just wanted to, to ask you, because I, I assume you've seen, we, we published an article earlier this week about, uh, with quite a, a, you know, an authentic title, which was, what on earth is going on in the world of education, marketing and recruitment? because it has been quite a seismic um, year uh, of change. And what I wondered was just, just generally, what are your reactions to all of the, the changes that have happened really 2020-21, um, you know, the key shifts and what have been the standout events for you, the things that really, wow, that is significant. Yeah, I mean, I, I, in terms of technology, I always say that the education industry, the international education industry is kind of like 10 years behind the, the travel industry. Um, and if anything, this last year or two, you just accelerated that because technology is being there. Uh, this is not something about the lack of technology in the industry. Technology has been there. The adoption of technology is uh, what we were waiting to happen. And I think that's what accelerated everything. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that, that's the way I see, uh, you know, what's going on. I, I guess uh, I would say people are finally adopting. And of course, technology comes with disruption. So, yeah, there's a lot of uh, a big unknown for many players. They are the ones that are leading the change, they're leading the disruption. And they are the ones that, that they, they say, you know, I'm, I'm going to surf in that wave. or I'm going to just be out of business. Um, and that happens in every disruption in any industry. 
So uh, that's how I feel is happening today. It's very exciting uh, 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 what's going on. I think every time you find disruption, you find, you know, be, you know things move forward. You know, uh, uh, this, I think ultimately this is going to help students, which at the end of the day are the ones that should be, you know, benefiting of everything that's happening. Uh, but I also think it's going to thrive uh, this industry, which only keeps growing and growing. Yeah, I think you're you're very right in in this, Jimmy. And it's interesting to see also that you've now we're talking about technology, and you're you've actually moved towards that route uh, by creating a Panda Porto. Uh, in my opinion, something that has been very much needed in the industry for a while, uh, as we truly needed a um, technological technological shift. Sorry, so. Um, Maybe you can tell us more about that and, and, and the whys behind uh, that leap, that te technological leap bridge uh, before actually the, the pandemic started. Yeah, I mean, the, again, the, the, the most difficult part about adopting technology is not the, the technology. It's not if the technology solves my problems or not. It has to do with uh, adoption. I mean, when you're putting technology in a company, that brings changing processes, that is very difficult. If you ever work in an organization, every time you change something, you get people saying, no, I'm mean, used to do things this way. I don't wanna do it this way. And what happened right now is like, listen, if we don't do this, we go out of business. I mean, I, I know uh, school owners that uh, they said, you know what, we'll never go online because we are live, we're an experience. And then they turn overnight, okay, yeah, we're online now because otherwise we're gonna be out of business, right? Uh, so that is, um, I think that's one of the, the, the I guess the biggest trends of what happened uh, in, in the past year. And then uh, we go into, I mean, if, if we talk about Panda Portal, this is just um, the, as the business is growing and now we have aggregators and now we have so many other, I mean, now it's easier for someone to start an agency. Um, I, again, I always think uh, with the student in mind and I always say, you know, I was an international student. Many of my friends were international students. Many of my friends had to go back to, I'm, I'm originally from Venezuela. I live in Canada, but I'm originally from Venezuela. They have to go back to Venezuela just because they didn't get the right advice and then uh, they couldn't stay here. They wanted to emigrate. They wanted to do so many things, but then um, the recommendations that they were giving were not necessarily the ones that were best for their goals. So I do believe that when um, a student advisor at an agency is well-trained, you know, it, it, the chances of uh, they give the best advice to the students is uh, just goes is higher. Um, and then the scalability issue, you know, when you work with technology, you want uh, basically solutions to be scalable. Uh, so, so far there's nothing in the industry. So we build the first scalable tool because you know, there's a high turnover at agencies um, and, and as a school, and that was one of my biggest challenges, keeping the my network of agents trained at all times was really really difficult um so uh, this is a way just to allowing now agencies student advisor at an agency starts today now they have basically like a little university of everything they should know about the industry in one place and that place is panda Polo. so that's that's what we created it's amazing can I ask you, Jimmy, because, you know, you work really closely with agents and you've, you've said something interesting there, which is firstly that it's easier than ever now to become an agent, which, of course, for agents who have been long in the game, that is it's going to be a challenge for them, you know, with with more people coming into that and, uh, you know, um, networks diversifying and people working with different communities. Um what, what is the feeling out there among agents, you know, with change, the big changes, you know, with uh, aggregators becoming so much more present now 
uh, mergers between some big players that are going to really increase um, the prevalence of technology within this industry. What is the feeling from agents? Is it Are they feeling like this is making my life easier or is it a threat, a challenge? Is it a challenge to the smaller players? What What's going on out there? Yeah, I guess it's all depending on how you see it. I think that... Um, now things are just scaling, but the, the problem, I mean, that kind of um, problems, if you want to call it problems, it's been there, it's always there. You know, um, I remember uh, one time I talked to the Association of Agencies in Colombia, Annex, and they told me that just 20, 20, 20 blocks around a specific uh, address in Bogota, there were over 200 agencies. Um, I only work with a, with a bunch of them. So uh, the fact that students go back to the countries and they want to open an AC, it's been there forever. Um, and also, even the fact that they that you send applications through someone else, they were not called aggregators. This is just an agency you you knew and you know. Okay, this school is not signing an agreement with me because I'm too new. Um, could I send it through you and we share commission? That's been happening for years. I, I know some people that made some internal systems to make it a, a little bit more scalable. Uh, what happened now with technology is that you know uh, very smart people came with very nice solutions and they just made it more available for everyone. And, and now it's a, it's a smarter solutions. It's just make it easy. It's a better user experience. So it doesn't require you to know someone from an agency that is willing to share commission. All those things are just becoming more accessible and scalable. But the the problems and the solution has been there for for years. Again, it's just the adoption of the technology and more and better technology being available was making it easier. Uh, but but at the same time, I mean, you're talking about a big agencies feeling threatened. This is an industry of um, um, referrals. I mean, this is the, you know, word of mouth is what brings the most um, growth to any agency. And I talked to, I've been talking to, you know, thousands of agencies from all over the world. It's always the same thing. I mean, you can do marketing campaigns, you can do so many things, but it's really the fact that you send a student and then and, uh, his brother now is traveling, now his cousin is traveling. And normally every student you send, it brings you three or four more. So I think um, now that it's easier just to probably being able to send a student to a school that you don't necessarily talk to them, you don't necessarily sign an agreement just because of the aggregators. I think what uh, agencies, established agencies need to focus is what they, they always uh, need to focus, which is in customer service, you know? Uh, what is the, that difference um, uh, in terms of my service, in terms of how I'm going to help you, how I'm going to support you all the way? I think, uh, if anything, this is just going to improve the customer service and the experience for the students, which is a good thing. Um, I, I don't think that, and again, I, I keep saying that, I don't think the way you talk to a student and recommend a school, you're going to say, oh, you're looking to study university um, you know, in London, so you turn your screen and you say the student pick one, right? That, that's not the way you help a, a student. So, you know, the, yeah. the fact that it, it, you were, you went to that agency because um, one of your friends, uh, you know, uh, went with them and you trust them, right? You trust them with the process, you trust them with a life uh, changing decision, which is going to study abroad, you know, uh, making a new career. Um, I don't think that's what the focus should be on. I don't think the fact that thousands of people can now send students is necessarily going to kill a uh, business. Of course, it's going to be more competitive, but I believe competition has been always good. You just help everybody just to keep improving. Um, that's the way I see it. Of course, some people are, are not very happy about uh, that, but uh, I don't know. I think overall people need to see that same as happened with, you know, people, taxes were not happy with uh, Uber, uh, you know, uh, hotels were not happy with Airbnb. I mean, 
uh, but it happened and they have to adapt. I mean, I think that's, um, mm -hmm. uh, that's what's happening right now. Everyone will have to adapt. I don't think um, technology is evil. Uh, it's just happening mm -hmm. and you need to either ride the wave or you need to innovate and be disruptive with a new product or just, yeah, you, you probably will be out of business. I think you're bringing a very interesting point around customer service. And in my opinion, that's going to be the big differentiator between agents and aggregators. The thing that they can offer as part of a council instead of a sale is very different, in my opinion, in terms of user experience. So um, those aggregators will certainly help them escalate for some of them. For others, they might be considered as um, a threat. But in reality, as you said, if anything, what happened with the, um, the, the pandemic is that the, the speed of um, technology adoption was boosted. So later, sooner or later, this was going to happen. Now, were they prepared? Were they looking forward to this? I think it's very specific to the countries to the size of the agency as well. Uh, but I mean, I think it's, it's, it's interesting to see how now we're, we're seeing a lot of those collaborations between agencies also that were not expected before. And I think this is, this is um, also the, the, the beauty of, uh, we, we look at the positive side of, of everything, what this, um, crisis in, in, uh, has brought us is really some opportunities that would not have happened if we were going like writing normal. So I think this is, this is quite, quite interesting to see those, those big players coming in. Of course, there's huge funding behind and I think this is a, a true game changer. And I don't see how an agency can access any of those funding levels um, in a in a in a short term at least. Uh, so I think that's that's certainly a, a game changer. But through partnerships, I do think there's there there can be a a sort of a shift in this agency market that can be escalated um, through technology. Yeah, but but there's an essential thing there, Alejandra, is that. Um, I, I personally don't see aggregators as competition of the uh, agent. Aggregators is just a tool for agents to connect. It may be an, a very established agency, and that happening a lot right now. For instance, there were agencies that were fully focused on Australia. The, the name of their agencies were called Australia something. And now Australia just closed the doors and they said, listen, there's no one coming here. And now it, you know, they need to start sending students to Canada, for instance, right, or to other countries. So of course, for them, that's a big chief, just starting signing agreements, just started doing things. So these aggregators were, uh, if anything, a lifesaver for them, just because they were able to chief really fast, not needing to, I mean, eventually they can sign agreements too, but they, you know, they, they help them have that flexibility. When a student goes to an agency, they're looking to have options. You know, if the agency only works with a handful of, um, of brands, you may say, you know, maybe I, I could be missing something in here. So I think that is not going to be there anymore. I think everyone will be able to offer everything. It's about how is your customer service? How is your knowledge about the schools you're offering to me? And I think that's where we enter, right? It's like, a, again, you don't turn your screen and you say, pick one. You should be able to know why 
this college is different from this other one. You know, why this one is better for business, but this one is better for graphic design. You know, like all these kind of things and that normally comes with education, which is that's why we exist as Panda Portal. And the second one is um, a, a experience. You know, once you send a student or maybe you go visit the country, you visit the places yourself. And then, uh, yes, you're gonna have the, you're gonna promote more the ones that you know, uh, but at least you have the opportunity to, you know, to have access to, to more options for your students. So I don't necessarily see it as a, as a, as a competition, but I do, I'm very happy to see how, yeah, big players in the industry start joining together. I think these associations is joining forces either for knowledge, for support, for all these kind of things. I think uh, it's always positive for, for everyone. Well, this is what I wanted to ask you guys, because this, this to me is the interesting thing is that if all these big players are merging and they're not, you know, instead of sort of saying, well, we are competition because we're in the same industry, they're starting to focus in on their part of the customer journey and say, well, this is the bit we do well. And further down the funnel, you've got these guys. So you've got time. So I'm thinking about people like Times Higher Education, which are at the very early discovery stages, you know, when the student is thinking, where am I going to study or what am I going to study? They're that early and they're going to a trusted name because of the rankings and all that. Um, and they're getting that introductory phase there. But then they're, you know, Times Higher Education is partnering with people further down the funnel and that process goes like this. So if I was an agent, I'd be thinking that is a threat because that that is at the early discovery phase. But what you're saying is very interesting about customer service being a differentiator. So for the agents, how can they get that message out there? How can they say, hey, look, you could go down the fully digital route, but you'll never replicate what we can do. Now, how can they communicate that message? And yeah, that, that's an excellent question. That's an excellent question because you're talking about the top of the funnel, right? I mean, where the students are just arriving, that's where, that's where everyone wants to be. Uh, you know, it's like, of course, um, that's why, uh, you know, companies spend so much time in marketing and student first worldwide and so on and so forth. Um, it, for the past 10 years, I've heard about agencies and different uh, industry players uh, agencies, they say, yeah, I'm building the next Expedia, you know, like, uh, okay, great, you're building it. And I heard so many times from so many people. The other ones would say, uh, I'm building the next TripAdvisor, which is, you know, where people see comments about the, the institutions and they, they make, uh, trying to make an educated decision based on, you know, where they want to go. Um, and I mean, the truth is that there is, I don't think there is one, um, one player owning the, the, the market. I think there are very good solutions that are focused more into maybe Europe or maybe is it UK, is it Australia? I think there is a different players right now. Um, and as we evolve, they're gonna become more and more relevant just because people will tend to find, you know, use technology to, to find. I don't think technology is there yet to do everything for you in terms of counseling. I think it's evolving, but I think we are, Still, uh, there are things that are not easy to quantify and to put just into a, like a, a AI kind of system. Um, I guess we get there, but the human connection, the knowledge, the you know comparing points, and also listening to, you know, what are your goals and things are not easy to to quantify in a way. Um, even your personality, you know, I feel that you're gonna be better in a smaller city, you know, based on where you're coming and what you know. So I think the the, the human part is there. Um, just going back to the, the, the top of the funnel, um, there still will be people and that, that varies a lot per market um, that they want to go with someone that they friends trusted before. 
and that's where the, the more medium-sized agencies, and even, you know, they, they rely again on the referral. I think the referral is gonna keep being a, a huge, uh, a, a, the, you know, part of what we're doing. That being said, what I think is gonna happen is what happened with Expedia. Expedia built their, 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 their product. They, they saw someone in Asia doing the same, they bought them. Uh, so they, be, they became this huge monster, right? And then they knew that there were some mom and pop uh, agencies, travel agents in that case, that um, their clients will be always going with them. They've been doing it for 30 years, they're gonna continue doing. So what they did is like, listen, um, basically use my technology, put your logo on it. We don't put Expedia anywhere, but at least allow your clients to have an experience where they don't need to call you 10 times before getting their ticket. Just use it like that. I'll promise you 100% of the commission that the airline and the hotels are paying you. Um, and, and that's it. I basically, I run you my technology. Of course, Experia is making marketing contribution bonuses and things like that, and they need to get volume. So they don't care even paying 100% of the commission that a small agency gets. Um, so they, they start, so many people use that technology now. So that's what may happen in the future where um, these big, players is big technology, they're just going to lean and in a way, wide level some of their solutions to smaller players. As long as they get the volume, they get the data, they get all these kind of things. Uh, that's, that's what I kind of see is going to end, end up happening because yes, small agencies and medium-sized agencies, sometimes they cannot even get their WordPress website um, finished. So of course, you know, thinking that they're going to build the next big platform uh, and some may do, but you know, all of them, yeah, it's, it's yeah, is it there is big enough for many players, but not for like a big platform for every agency out there for sure. Yeah, certainly. I, I do think there's there's something very positive out of this, and it's um, a change in the focus of agencies. So I, I think agencies have been very uh, focused on immediacy for a while, and then boom, the pandemic hit. They find uh, all of all of them are in the same situation borders closing, enrolling students at some point, but who will travel later, okay? So that's certainly something they weren't seeing uh, in the past. And I do believe that a, a positive yet difficult experience they have uh, had to live is the fact that they're transitioning from uh, a, a more, e a, an easier approach around selling or counseling, hopefully for, for the big majority of them, um, language courses towards also focusing on higher education. And I think that's where they can actually access um, very, very interesting um, uh, institutions through those aggregators, because some of them were for years very much focused in the language industry. And they were, I mean, it all starts with the why of an agency. Why were they created initially? And I think it's very much because of the, 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 the population they serve. And that population is usually parents who need security. And mm -hmm. for that security for their kids, they need, of course, to have a, a better future. For the ones in, in international schools, that's, that's fine. They do have the language and they focus more on, a, on an experience. But in reality, for a big majority of them is how do I actually, from those uh, countries that are, are, are not um, native English countries, how do I step up my kids' 
education so that they can have a better future. And that was the sole focus of, 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 of a parent, and I think it continues being in many countries. The only difference is that the agent were focusing very much on, oh, well, I'm going to suggest a, a language school provider. And in reality, I think there's some, some cross uh, um, strategies here where from a training perspective, you can also say to, to an agency, hey, it's, it's fine what you've been doing all of these years. And of course the market needs that, but in reality, a big focus on higher education, in my personal opinion, is very, very, very much needed as well for international uh, students. And that is something that um, student portals in the likes of study portals, Keystone, all of them have been doing very well. And in that sense, they do become competitors to, to, to agents. But now that agents have those aggregators like um, apply board, student apply, that also escalates the opportunities for them to, to I wouldn't say switch from language to, uh, to higher ed, but complement um, those, those two services giving much more importance to higher ed. And I think, Jimmy, this, this brings a, a great opportunity for you in the sense that the big reason from what I've, I've discussed with agents um, for why counselors do not um, engage very much with higher education is because of a lack of training. It's certainly a much more complicated uh, program to be counseling on, it changes so much. It's so specific to each person's um, willingness to, to, to study that we get to a point that it makes it a bit more complicated. So yes, there's big challenges for agents, but at the same time, I do believe this is a, a good opportunity for them to wake up and embrace actually these aggregators as a, a new door to a different market seg segment that can certainly serve them. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're totally right, Alejandro. And uh, this is something that uh, I've seen in the past two years. Again, uh, we're talking to hundreds of agents and, and universities and colleges. So, um, you know, we get a sense of what's going on uh, in, in the industry, right? And we did talk, I mean, we, we, we launched uh, basically at the beginning of the pandemic. So we, we've been hearing the agencies just almost crying. I mean, some of my meetings were just, listening to agents like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And we saw that transition up to today. So we, we do get these comments. And yes, I mean, what you say is right. So what's going on right now is that um, many agencies that were used to sell more summer camps, language and so on, maybe a little bit of higher education. Now they're getting students saying, hey, by the time I can actually travel, I want to go directly to higher education. So that fit perfectly with the language schools putting the programs online. So now agencies, you know, and you mentioned something very important, the cash flow of the agencies has been impacted so, so hard because, you know, like the moment you cannot send students to a summer camp, you have no money during the summer. Even if you sell higher education, that only gets after September, right? Um, so they're in a very tough position, but these online programs really save the life of many agencies. So now it's about start, to, you're gonna travel right now, depending on the restriction of the country you wanna travel, uh, do your program online, whatever is needed in terms of English. And many schools that they didn't have pathways, they start launching pathways because, you know, it's important or IELTS preparation or talk or you name it. Um, so do that part online. So you get that out of the way. So whenever you travel, you travel directly to higher education. But many of them, they didn't really have that big portfolio 
uh, of universities and colleges. So that's when, yeah, I mean, in the case of Apply Board, they, they were born and they, they focused on higher education. So of course that was a, a big tool and thus, you know, the, the traction they've been doing, the growth they have and the, the, the investment they're getting, which is, um, is something that you don't see very often in the industry. Um, but I think it's about getting the right technology. Timing, of course, has been uh, also uh, key in all that. So yes, they're doing online. They're trying to move English to online. Yes, whenever things go back to a little bit of normal, whatever we call normal now, um, they, this, the one that's going to travel for the experience too, just experience of being in, you know, in Canada for three months, six months or whatever. Uh, but the trend right now is uh, if I do language, I start doing it online. I do pathways and then I, I whenever I travel, I want to get directly to um, a college or university. So, yeah, I think that that trend is going to keep happening. And uh, you mentioned something important, too. When I when I work at this uh, school here in Canada, they had over they had the largest pathway program to universities and colleges. We're talking about over 90 universities and colleges. So I had to promote higher education a lot. I mean, I sell a language program, but I basically saying, hey, you can go to university. So I had to learn about universities and program, why one's better than the other one. We would work very closely with many of them. That's why most of my colleagues are actually they're working in universities and colleges. Um, in agencies that didn't promote it, it was really hard for them to understand it. You know, oh, why I'm not getting my, my letter of acceptance in 24 hours as we do it with the language schools. It's like, listen, this is different. This is not, the, you know, no, but I can, can they send it? Then I'll send the transcript letter. No, that's, that's not how it works. I mean, you need to get, go through this process before getting your letter of acceptance. This is not a language course. You're applying and you're competing, you know, your seat with many other people. You know, this is a, like when I applied for, uh, I did a program here at, at uh, Humber College in Ontario. And it was over a thousand people applying for only a hundred spots for the program I was taking. So, uh, you know, this process needs to happen. But sometimes when you're, you're coming from just sending application, getting the LOA right away because it's a summer program, um, and then uh, shifting to understanding that you need to get uh, all the documents ready, how you organize them, do it in advance. You know, I remember some agents would come to me and say, hey, but you know, I, I send the application. They send there's no more spots. I say, yeah, listen, it's July and September starts and you should have done that in, in January. Um, you know, you need to understand that, you know, the, the, there's this time. So that shift, I mean, I think agencies have been evolving in the past years. I don't think that's as bad as 10 years ago when I was doing that. Um, uh, but yeah, that, that was a challenge. So Part of what we build with Panda Portal is exactly that. I mean, you can start working at an agency and understand the education system because we're getting, you know, basically very well known people in the industry to explain it. People that are thought leaders in, you know, what they in the area. So uh, we're getting them to explain the education system of the country or associations like we were talking to CAPSI and they're, they're, they're making this training about K-12 because some agencies don't know how to sell K-12. They say, we're going to teach them how to sell K-12 and then our members schools can just focus on promoting their own school. Um, but at least the agents understand the education system, how it works, you know, all the things that you should know, which also varies per country, right? Some things are a little bit different in terms of the education system. So that's that's what we build here at the end of the day. So agents can, you, now you have the access to, to sell it because you have the contracts that before it was hard to get. So that's out of the way, that's the aggregators are here. They're here to stay. What we build is basically, okay, now, know how to sell those products because that's not the, just the fact that you have the opportunity to send an application. You need to know how to promote it. You need to know how to get things together, how to explain the education system and so on. So yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's where we're going. I wanted to ask you about that, Jimmy, just, you know, because you're, 
you know, training is your thing. And obviously you're seeing all these changes firsthand because um, it's reflected in the needs people are coming to you with. So you're, you're on the front lines. And I wonder, you know, higher education, education in general is a very, it's a very emotional business, you know, and, you know, obviously people that are going into say um, the, the postgraduate level and things, I don't imagine many of them are going to agents and things, you know, they're, 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 they're kind of already at a point where they're like, I know what I want. And so I imagine, I'm assuming that agencies are mainly, they're looking at, you know, the undergraduate level. And as you say, people coming in with the parents um, as well to help make the decision. Um, and so it seems to me like there's a, there's a shift towards more soft skills, I would imagine, because that's where you can differentiate, you know, by, by really supporting people through the process um, because I, I, you know, I think 17 year olds now are not like 17 year olds when I was 17, you know, um, you know, th these guys are perfectly capable of making their own, um, decisions. And so the, the level of support that you need to give to be relevant is, is a higher bar now, it, you know, as you say, it's not just turning the screen, it's, it's really trying to understand the person and being a good listener and, so to what extent do you, do you find that reflected in the training needs? Do you find that you're, you're, you're moving more into sort of soft skills uh, as well? Is that something that's happening? Um, we, we want to do it and we will call those Panda Porter originals, kind of like as a Netflix originals or something like that, where we want to make sure that people have the right soft skills uh, for the industry and let uh, you know, the players explain their own products and the associations you know, they, that basically encapsulate some of those um, to explain also what is relevant for them. But uh, you, you mentioned something really important that um, students will go more into undergrads and the fact, you know, I, I don't necessarily agree, but I think that changes per country, you know. Um, mm -hmm. When I was um, coming from Venezuela, I, I was a bachelor in advertising. I was working in advertising. I was already like 24 or something. Still, I went with an agency. But that, that has to do with several things. One is immigration. You know, you want something, someone to help you with immigration. Immigration, you could go to the website and do everything yourself, but you probably do. But sometimes that extra letter that you add or you attach, that extra, let's show a little bit more of money here. And then that experience that agency have that, that I won't be shown on the website. They just have sent 100 students and got 40 visa denied. So they know where to move and what increases the chances. That's a big, big, big um, uh, decision maker. That's why agencies are trying to also get more knowledge about immigration and have a space, right. you know, specialized people for that. That's one thing. And the second thing is that we don't have a lack of information. We have an overwhelming amount of information uh, online, right? So if you're trying to search online, let's say you want to study business, just type business, you know, I want to study a postgrad in business. You're going to be bombarded with so much information. So who tells you which one is the, the best one, you know? How do you compare it? That's why all, all these websites that try to be the trip advisor of the industry. Uh, it's really hard. So you kind of want to hear someone say, you know what, this one is better for you. Uh, and then you're okay, there's this person, you know, they know what they're talking about, or maybe they have a student. I remember um, in my case, they connected me with people that studied that career, the, you know, the agency. Uh, um, so I think there is still value on that. Yes. Uh, you know, the new generation, they want to do everything themselves. And that's where technology kicks in, right? Like, how do you get mm -hmm. even enough just to get them through your funnel and then get them in front of a person? You know, how do I give you enough information, enough to compare, enough to kind of like explore? And then in that process, somewhere I got your information. Hey, now, okay, now come to me. Let's have a chat and, and let's talk uh, about it. Uh, I think that also just in terms of how the technology advanced before 
especially in the parents project because yes i mean people that the parents even if you're 20 something year old sometimes your parent goes because they're paying so they're like yeah you're not going to study uh, graphic design sorry about that you're going to study whatever so i i saw that so many times right yeah um uh, but then um before they would never uh go to a, something online or have a conversation online they would never do it uh, and I remember European agencies, which are, you know, they're normally very good at technology, trying to get into Latin America when I was doing Latin America. And they got that challenge. It's like, yeah, but they, they want to talk, they want to see the office, you know? Um, so when you, uh, parents wants to see the office that they're going to burn down, if something happened to the children, if something goes wrong, they kind of like give them certain, now that change, now that this is a new way. It's like, you know, as, as long as someone recommended me and, you know, someone went with you and I understand now I can have a chat with, with you as an agency online. I think that's a uh, big shift too in how agents uh, can now even recruit new teams for new student advisors in different cities and just uh, also keep scaling. I just wanted to add that there just because that's been part of the shift. Yeah, I, I think it's it's clearly exactly what, the, what you're mentioning. It's That's gonna be a, a true game ch changer if the agencies actually enable uh, that. In reality, there's also in my opinion, a lot of trainings to be done also to not only the staff members, but the, the, the surrounding ecosystem. So we're talking about parents, of course, but some agencies actually work directly with many um, international or local schools within their own countries. And that's another sort of skills that you need to develop also because you don't talk in the same way to a parent than to a uh, college, um, to, to a school counselor uh, about where to send a bunch of kids or one kid. So I think there's also a lot of, of, of training that can happen. And I'm very glad to hear you're, you're planning those uh, Panda originals because you've got an audience there for sure. You've got an audience for how to work with parents, how to work with um, Generation Z, how to work with Generation Alpha, which are the ones that would start uh, actually looking for their education in five years time or so. And what, what do you say to them? How do you actually convince them to at least, I mean, there's a lot of those people who don't even know what an agency is. So why on earth would they just reach out to you if they can type, I mean, it's very easy, study business in, X country, you type online and there's no chance you find a website of an agency in the first page whatsoever, nor from a school. It's, it's, it's extremely surprising. What you see are um, student portals in the first page. So if I actually don't know the, the, the business and I'm there genuinely as a parent, as a student counselor, as a, a, a teenager trying to identify what I want to do with my life, the agents are not out there as the first choice. So there certainly needs to be some, some additional training for them to identify their purpose and why is it and what is it that they can um, bring as a, a good value proposition to that specific audience that they're reaching. Yeah, no, you made a great point, uh, Alejandro, and, and that's so competitive online. Even if you put money online, uh, a, you know, you're competing with big players, right? Like, uh, um, I remember when I never did it when I was working for a school. We never did that because we basically work 100% with agencies. 
Um, but the, yeah, I mean, the, the, the bed money in some keywords is, is insane. It's something that, you know, normally an agency wouldn't be able to do it. But something that the agencies have that these big players don't have is that they have, you have the relationships. If you're an agency, um, you know, in, 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 in Puebla, in Mexico, uh, you probably, you know, the director of the school. So they let you go there and talk to their parents. Uh, there is this local reach that these big players are never going to get. And yes, I mean, for university and people trying to find online, this is there, they're in the top of the funnel that becomes, but then if I go and I talk to a university and I say, I'm going to do a, 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 you know, a, a workshop about this and that, about opportunities abroad and things like that. So that requires more work now for the agencies because yeah, many won't be able to compete online against these other big players putting hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars, um, but then these big players won't be able just to hire, uh, you know, thousands of people to do that for them because it's not scalable then. Then, then it loses that scalability thing that tech companies need to have. Um, so, yeah, I think the, the agencies, they still have that local market, those relationships. You know how hard because, you know, you know the market very well in Colombia. As a new agency, you try to knock or, or anything, try to knock on the door on a high school. They'll tell you, like, listen, get out of here. You're probably the 10th agency today just to knock on our door. So those that really have those relationships, it's very, that's gold basically for them. The ones that already have the, the you know, the, the stepping. Um, and that's what agencies should be continue to focus on. And yeah, I mean, try to improve your, your, your reach online, try to be different on social media, try to do like I, something very nice that I saw from agencies is that they start doing lots of um, uh, Instagram live. Um, so yeah, I mean, now you're talking to um, to your network of students, bringing one of the representative of the school saying, hey, listen, I work directly with the school. No, no, listen about that school directly from the school. So that kind of like, oh, that's really nice. That normally that's what brings people to student first, talking to the representative of the school and not an intermediary, right? Um, so that's, that's been very good for agencies as well. So I think that just need to keep happening and, and kind of like, yeah, continue to grow that local reach. Absolutely. It must must be really nice for agents out there to feel like li listening to you and feel, I guess, reassured because it's been a hard couple of years, you know, and even things like, yeah, I, I personally, I, I think that the language market itself has been shrinking quite a lot in, in several countries and with the shift online and then the pandemic, it's a difficult time. And if I was an agent out there listening to you, I'd, fe I'd be feeling a bit more reassured that there's still a yeah. place for me but I just need to really focus on these things and doing them well. And it seems like that's kind of what's happening all over, isn't it? The, 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 the journey is being chopped up and people are just saying, this is my bit. This is where I can really excel. And instead of worrying about that and saying, oh, but that's competition and say, well, okay, you, you know, I can compete with that, but I can do this bit super well. And I'm going to focus on that and I'm going to train myself and I'm going to professionalize and focus and specialize and do the things that nobody else can replicate. Um, and that absolutely. must be reassuring. Yeah, absolutely. And many of those agencies, they grow that local reach, they just replicate it. Maybe they, they mm -hmm. set a team of people in a different city and they do the same, you know, they have already the knowledge of how to do it, they keep improving. So um, yeah, I think that's, that's still going to be relevant. Um, this, to be scalable, you need to go big, you need to go disrupt, you need to be different, you need to have money behind, you know, and uh, that's not as easy, but I think agents are, are yeah, and, and if any agencies are listening to this, yeah, I, I think is uh, the market is just going to keep growing. If anything, the market is going to keep growing. There needs to be a certain focus towards higher education because that's what I see is growing the, the fastest right now. 
uh, but there is still market for them. I don't think this is um, over. And something that is really nice is that I, again, I've seen, especially those players that's been for years, they have experience, they have, you know, um, they're joining forces, which is great. And I see agencies, associations that maybe before, you know, they were not as united. Now they're being very uh, united. They're trying to help each other in a way that never happened before. Um, I, I think that's important too, because when many competitors and if uh, someone can just set an agency easily, um, when you join forces with people that have certain track record and certain, you know, you check that all these agencies, I think that also brings value to them because they, they help basically not kind of cannibalizing the markets just so by decreasing price and, you know, probably sacrificing commission and things, you know, mm -hmm. practices that don't help anyone. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's very important to just kind of like joining forces and working together. I think there's a huge value in that as well. Yeah, I fully agree on that. And I do think they have, um, to summarize everything in one word, I think there's one thing they have which is very valuable and very difficult also for other players to get, which is trust. Um, so not only they are trusted already, but by those um, school counselors, those parents that have sent their kids years ago and they have other siblings now that uh, want to go abroad, etc. But there's also a, a, um, a very important factor here is they are the face of many institutions in their local market. And some of those institutions have no idea whatsoever in, about how to access those markets. So they have to trust these agents, whether it's to enter with them or through them, which in my opinion is, is, is different. And, and I can see some different kind of association with agents where some of them can recruit for, for some uh, um, programs, but some others would also become counselors for institutions on market analyses and how to enter that kind of market at, at some extent with or without them. Once again, I think we need to, to demystify the fact that if an agent is there, a school would not get there. They, they absolutely can, but they can leverage that access through an agent um, because they know how the market works and they are trusted by many key players in the market. So if I was a school today, I would have to choose to enter a new market. I would certainly think twice before going solo rather than actually going through um, uh, someone local who has already that trust. Absolutely, absolutely. Because even thinking about, you know, and I, I don't really know how big universities do it, um, but just thinking about trying to promote directly markets you don't know, even if we're just going online, uh, how people behave, how even keywords behave, like how all that kind of things, I think it's really challenging. I think getting that, uh, insights from people that know very well the market, I think that's key, either through hiring people in the industry that have managed those countries or just working very closely with some key agencies and, and, and you know, just basically getting that uh, network of students from them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's going to be keep relevant. I think some people, they see, no, like everything, you know, again, these are merging and then they're going to take over the market and so on. It hasn't happened even with the, the travel industry. There's so many players out there. And again, so many of those, they, they use the technology from someone else at the end and they keep being relevant. Um, I think those that offer a better service, a better, you know, uh, all these referral things, they're going to keep, and that local reach, I think they're going to keep uh, being relevant. And it's going to be 
even more relevant because when you are buying, I mean, difference of um, buying a ticket, you can be in the middle seat, just, you know, you're gonna do a three hour trip. I mean, you don't really care. This is not gonna be a life changing decision, but when you're choosing, you know, which postgrad you're gonna do, how that's gonna get you into a job and that's how gonna affect your life, that you want to be a little bit more certain, probably uh, even leave that into a different person to tell you, yeah, this one is better. You check all this online, this one fits your needs better. And I actually have two students that went there. Now they have jobs in Google and then, you know, it's like, okay, okay. Yeah, that sounds really good. I want to go there. Even only that conversation uh, can go a long way. I, I think, again, I don't think agents are, um, uh, agents are here to stay. And they, the only way this could change is probably in a few years, if we can collect all the data and just put in like AI and machine learning and so many things, but not, none of that's gonna happen without data and the data is still very scattered. Um, so I, I don't know how that's gonna happen. It will be interesting to see where things move forward, but again, agencies are here to stay for a, at least for a long while. As, I mean, as far as I can see right now, it, it, we'll, we'll see. Really agreed. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you, Jimmy. Listen, I've learned uh, a lot today, actually. <laughs> about about this uh, this kind of ecosystem and um i i think it's nice that i think we've uh, hopefully reassured um a few agents through this discussion as well you know that the, the there is still a relevance and even though i mean and i understand even what you're saying about ai um it, it will never be able to replicate the the face-to-face experience of human contact and effective empathy between two people you know, um, AI will never be able to to replicate that. It can take so much of the decision making load, but um, the human connection uh, and and the trust as well um, that yeah. somebody has your best interests at heart um, beyond the algorithm. You know, um, I think that's something that can never be replicated. So you know, maybe AI gets bigger and better and better, and maybe the 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 the, the market shrinks. Of course but there will always be a place for, for agents. I, I can't imagine it being otherwise. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, my, my recommendation for agents uh, would be just, um, you know, adapt, understand the technology mm-hmm. that's out there. Don't see it as a threat, understand it. You know, if you see low, mm-hmm. this, no, I mean, try to understand, use it. You know, like mo- most of these platforms, they let us use it for free or they let us some trial, use it, understand it. And then also think about what you could be doing differently from, from maybe new players. You know, the ones that have been there for years, you know how they operate and, and then, but now these new players, what you can, can, you can do different, how you can approach markets and so on. And, and yeah, I mean, they, they, they shouldn't be feeling as a, as a threat at all. I mean, I don't think any of these platforms are necessarily there to destroy anyone. They're just there to fill a need and they, they're here to stay as well. So you need to just understand it and you know, right away, you know, otherwise then yes, you know, if you feel threatened, if you like, I saw many agencies going, probably just, just basically they close operations until trying to understand what was going on and they're having a hard time to go out there again. There were other ones that they said, you know, while it's just continue pushing, continue promoting. Yes, it's 10 times the work for a 10th of the results um yeah. in the cash flow but uh, now that things are kind of like look we're, i mean it's going to be better now that open, countries are opening and so on now they're getting an overwhelming amount of the students um so yeah you just need to keep with us any company i mean i don't think that's that's uh, i think that goes across industries right um just need to keep like pushing and understanding and just not never seeing um technology like even certain big agencies in the in the travel industry 
that they were focused on hotels and then their Airbnb came and then it started impacting the hotel industry. And then what did they do? Like you go to uh, any hotels.com and things like that. Now they have their own Airbnb kind of uh, properties too. So they just adapted, you know, okay, now people are looking for an apartment of someone else. Okay, now I am a marketplace too. So they adapted to whatever disrupting was happening. You know, you cannot let just technology to, 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 you know, to get you uh, move out of business. You just need to adapt and see how you move forward. And something that you say about the human part, I just have a, a small anecdote. I remember a student fair happening in Barranquilla. It was this girl and talking to different schools. She had this little notebook. So she will talk, she will have this, she really want to make a decision and she was really, and then she will go, I was already picking up my banner. This is, and she came back and she asked me another question. It's like, I talked to her like three times already. So I listened. And I was really clear with her. Listen, if you're looking for this, this and that, this is the best school. If you're looking for this other thing, this is other schools there that you can go, you know, like I, I was very, very honest with her. That was, you know, most of the times my approach. And then, you know, I forgot about it. One day, like, I don't know how, like a few months later, I'm, I'm in the school in Toronto. And then this girl told me, she's like, hey, I'm here because of you. I'm like, like, who are you? Like, I didn't even remember. Like, yeah, I remember we're talking about Kia and I was asking you so many questions. Like, oh my God, you're here. So that she just connected better with me in that case. And then she decided going to this school. And I think that's important. And I mean, I was honest with her. And I think with everything we were doing with training, um, and, and with professional development and so on, is that these things happen to the benefit of the students. Um, what could really concerns me is that um, there's a business side. Agents need to make commission. There is, of course, uh, this is an industry. That's all fine. But I think what concerns me the most is that anything that happens in technology uh, decreases the, the goals of the students. Uh, and it goes more towards, you know, a... a who give me more commission or, or here and there. So I think mm -hmm. those, if you, this is only thing you focus as an agency to, if an agency here, just they, then those referrals won't come. I think it's better sometimes just to send it to the right school. You know, once you are focused on the, the goals of the students in the future of the students, that student's gonna send you business your way. Um, so we wanna make sure that with training, professional development and everything, and that keeps happening. And I, I know that's one of the challenges for, for aggregators and so on, but I know they're tackling those problems as well, trying to be, you know, more careful of who they let in their whole platforms and so on. And I guess Pandaporo, I'm hoping uh, it's going to be a key, that, that missing piece that, that is in there is going to help uh, also uh, achieve those, those uh, kind of like, you know, making sure they know uh, what they're selling. I have no doubt about that, Jimmy. You've, you've certainly uh, found a, a very specific niche within a niche that was very much needed. So um, uh, I want to thank you for this uh, message of, of hope that we're getting today is uh, I do think many people need it right now. So this is great, great to hear from you, those insights. Um, and again, I think we can leave with the fact that they can um, adapt. Adaption is, is the key to, to this uh, to this um, um, new world or however we want to call it. And just make sure that, that you become trustworthy if you're not yet for those small uh, agencies, that you become trustworthy to the, the people that surround you and that you're true to yourself. And what you're doing is for the genuine interest of helping those students moving forward with 
the economic side, of course, but that should not be the sole focus of an agency. And certainly mm -hmm. those would be the ones that would struggle way more in this adoption process, in my opinion. Yeah, so, that you know. seems to be the way, isn't it? That without the integrity mm -hmm. and the purpose and the genuine interest of the student at heart, if you don't have that, it's probably a good idea to do something else now. Yeah, yeah, no. and ideally, like most <laughs> successful agents today, they 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 really mm -hmm. care about the students. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't think this is something like a of a, of a threat of the industry or something like that. Uh, but definitely, it, it's always worth uh, stating again that those that really help students reach their goals um, really are the ones that I, I personally, the agency that helped me when I, you know, I came from Venezuela. She was following up with me all the time. And I sent them in the time I was studying only my language program. I sent at least 15 of my friends, 15, one five of my friends that ended up coming to Canada. Um, so, you know, that was a really, really good, uh, you know, referral rate for an agency. So if that, mm -hmm. happening, if that was happening with every of my 15 friends, that agency have students to, you know, uh, to, to keep growing. So, yeah, I know. I, 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 most of the agencies I know, they're really good at what they're doing. They really um, uh, have that at heart. And um, yeah, I think that's gonna be, yeah, that's gonna be really hard to replicate. I think that referral, that word of mouth is gonna keep growing. But yeah, pay attention to what's going on in the in the tech world and uh, see it, uh, use it. You know, I think that's important that you understand it. Um, and then it's gonna give you better ideas of how to stay relevant. Absolutely. So just to, to summarize on some, some key ideas here for, for this uh, market segment, I think there's something very interesting that you're mentioning around data, for sure. Um, you should adapt very quickly. But there's also something very interesting for them, which is if you're already in the business and you're able to, to get to those markets that already uh, trust you, you also need to take that, that internal leap of making sure that you are doing this for a few years, you need to shift from immediacy to a long-term um, thinking process, whether you are the owner of the agency, a staff member, or, some, or, or a parent just coming here. I think that's the big shift in, yeah. in here is you're no longer going there because you want something for very few weeks or happening very soon, but actually you're planning much more and that's where the trust becomes so important. So that's that's what I'm, I'm taking today. Um, thank you very much, Jimmy. I think it's it's really 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 great to hear this from you. And I I believe you you're set for success absolutely with, with this uh, training program. <laughs> Amen. Thank no, you so no, much, Jimmy. Great. Yeah, it's been it's been great, really good. So yeah, I think this is gonna yeah you're gonna keep hearing about that. But thank you very much for inviting me. It was a really nice conversation. It's always fresh to talk about these kind of ideas. So thank you, thank you very much for inviting. Me. Thank you very much, Jimmy. And where do we get one of those T-shirts? <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure you get one. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll arrange it with Ali. I'll be waiting. You too, Ali. I'll be waiting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Right. Have a lovely okay. day. Thank Thanks you. Thanks a lot, Jimmy. You too.